Brady's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. He cold topped it. Okay. Ready to go? Yeah. Okay, Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he out of sync. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as always. Well, not really always, because it's been very sporadic. But... I was going to say, this is becoming a theme this <laughs> yeah. way, like, yeah, we're back, and then, oh, no, we go. Oh. And then we're back, and then we oh. go. Guess it gives, keeps the people waiting, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, but it does. It's good to be back, though. Yeah, how have you been, son? Do you know what? I've been great, and I've been down in the dumps <laughs> as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> at them booze and golf and all of these other things. Oh, mate, honestly. Yeah. Have you been up to anything yourself? Yeah, just been playing a bit actually. Uh, had a couple of range sessions. Uh, played in the medal on Saturday. Shot ten over eighty two. Nice. Handicap's gone up from four point nine to five point two. Now I've got two of me twenty cards in for this season. No so way. working towards those twenty cards to get me proper handicap. Yeah. Form be all are saying that you've got to have twenty cards this year within a year to play in the major comps of Form all. Otherwise, you can't enter them. You can play, but you can't win. Like the scratch. Um, uh, all the big ones, the big ball, the board trophies. I was like, what? I think that's fair, mate. Do you? I do, yeah. Because I think... So you wouldn't be able to play them? I know, yeah. But that's... I think that's fair. Because Why? if people are contributing and playing 20 rounds... That means you've got to play every other weekend in a comp at the club. You've got to have 20 cards within the last 12 months. Yeah, I think that's fair. Do you, yeah? Only on... No, only... no. Not 20 cards. 20 competitions at Formby All. So if I go and play, like, the Mia Trophy, get two cards. Oh, no, no. Chillwall, get two cards. You, they don't count. No, no, that's. Do you know what I mean? That's. Uh, do no. I knew my point was better than you just saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I was thinking, fucking, that mustn't be a problem. Then. <laughs> no, but twenty cards in one season, I think, is fair because yeah, of course, the only yeah. way you're getting your better eight and your proper handicap is if you've got those twenty. Like my handicap is up the wall at the minute. Yeah, yeah so but if I they c- knock three off you. Yeah. So once you get your twenty, they'll add three. But that's just my story. There's probably other stories where people are probably better than what the handicap's shown. No, but that's, I understand that. If they take three shots off someone, then they might be uproar or whatever, but not really because they're not like gaining three shots, right. are they? Do you know okay. what I mean? It's the other way around. Yeah, so they're not gaining an advantage, plus not allowed to play in the comps. Yeah, it's stupid. But I've got me 20 cards, but I just do not all at home be all. So you can't play in the majors? No, no I haven't rejoined really right. yet, so... <laughs> That'll be <laughs> why you can't the, play I've in up the wall. <laughs> Yeah, shot ten over. Not bad. What's the weather like? It's perfect, really. Yeah, was it? yeah not a breath of not a breath of wind. Some you, you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard SNA at the minute, though. It is hard. Is it? Um, yeah, it's the SNA Bowl this weekend. Oh, is it on yeah? Saturday yet? So the Greens had a bit of had a bit of fluff on them just so to get them cut them, them ready them for that. Yeah. Safe. So I got caught out by them on a few holes at a couple of three puts. But um, no, it was it was good. I got off to a great start as usual. Five over through six instead of six over You're through back six. Back to doing so that. I am back to doing no that. Way. Yeah. But no, um, other than that, just being having a little practice. I need to get back in and see David really. But golf's been all right. Obviously, watched the golf last week and then went to the British Masters, which we'll come Sick. on to later. I've got some top tips for people out there. Either do not booze on a golf holiday. Or plan your golf round your boozing. So, like, you need to get there late at night. So then you bit snookered a little bit, even though the bar's 24-7. It didn't really snooker <laughs> us. And then you, you play early the next day. So you got one eye on that. Go to bed. Wake up. Play late the next day. So you're, like, you're through and you're fresh. And then you're knackered then. So then you play early. Then you play late. That's the key. Is that the key? That is the key. Because we played late, early. And, like, we were drinking all day. Played late. Like two o'clock, like played all right, first day all right, and then boozed like through the night, like had like a few hours kept, woke up, played unbelievable the next day. Just <laughs> that's, the, ra- that's the answer, <laughs> right? Yeah, but the, yeah, but then that that could I thought I had the key. Lee said, remember full tilt or sober, so I thought full tilt going well here. Shot six over with five three puts, Good. so like that's you're hitting it well, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And then the next we had a day off then, which is don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, <laughs> like a license, do to not kill. do that. With like, honestly, there's people on roller skates coming past, giving you Jaeger bombs every five seconds. That's no good. That oh, no good. And then we had, it, a, it, it isn't, it isn't, then it. we had an early, and it was just, it, it didn't work. No, no, no. We whooped it, said one percent, two percent, eighteen percent, one percent, and then I took it off. Then <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be deal with it. I, I just, I didn't want to. I already knew how I felt. I didn't need that to reiterate it. 
tell me you've been on holiday with the lads without telling me you've been on holiday in it, the 1%, 2%. Oh, that's it. Like, that could te- that could tell the picture says a thousand words. That's that. That is that, isn't it? Yeah. That's like, what did you do? How did you even survive the 18 holes on 1%? Don't know. How did you even get out of bed? Boozing. Oh, back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, we can be up to having Malibu in my mouth from that. <laughs> Oh, it was a, it was carnage anyway. It was carnage. Yeah, but amazing at the same time. Great the Swino Golf um, Pines and Dunes course. Part the Dunes a bit fiddly, six irons and wedges in and all that. But the Pines strategy. was a bit. It was still strategy, but like there was one par five on the Dunes, and if you just drive it over two fifty in the water, and the fairway was about three yards long on the right, so the carry was like three forty. It was like even the par five was fiddly. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And you yeah. and you're still three hundred away. It's weird. But yeah. the pines was a lot of like still strategy, but more like fairway woods up to the corner and like six irons in and stuff. You know what I mean? It was right. like, it was nice, proper nice. A bit course. more of a longer landing yeah. zone off the tee. Yeah, yeah. But they had um, there's night golf over there where it's all floodlit. 18 holes championship at the uh, the carrier. I think where they had the Turkish Airlines open, and they played in full floodlit. But because of the stand of the golf and the booze that was getting consumed, we were like two fifties <laughs> worth it, like a while. <laughs> Opted out, but. That's sounds that. like it. Sounds like a, a one to remember. It was fun, yeah. Well, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Good time. Yeah, I'm good to have missed it, to be honest. But it is what it is. It is. Well, look, while you've been gone, there's been plenty of news, golf yeah. news that's surrounding, and in particular, what's been going on with this Live Golf Invitational. So let's get right into that time again. Let's go. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie buzz. The birdie boogie buzz. Birdie bogey buzz. Watch your birdie. Well, because of being away and seeing absolutely no golf, my birdie is being in Turkey, boozing, sun, golf, lads, laughs. Brilliant. That's my birdie. Well, since I've been home and watched a load of golf, my birdie is Matt Wolf's back in contention. That's not the birdie, but... um. After his first round, it was his comments that he made. He come out and done an interview. He was a, he was leading at the time, but then obviously Jason Day had a stormer and, and and led after day one. He, he was just talking. We know he's had some problems mentally, hasn't he? And he's yeah. he's, he's come out and being open and honest about that. His attitude's completely changed. He was saying, you know, if you come out and have a good attitude, it doesn't matter how you play. Saying I'm only twenty three years old, I need to start learning to start enjoying he's it more. He's only twenty three. Yeah, he's only twenty three. Yeah, so I mean, wow. I think it's just. But out of everybody, he was the first one to win, wasn't he? Before Morikawa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so out of like Hovland's, Morikawa, Scheffler, all of those, he was the one who who came out first, and he seems to have fell off. Yeah. While everyone else is still going, so it was just refreshing to hear his comments and hear what he was coming out with and, and what he was saying. He said he he knows he struggled, but everyone um, in, in the world. Would love to trade places with him, so he's like sort of appreciating where he is. Of course, yeah, I think his whole golfer, exactly. I think his whole persona and the way that he viewed his position, it sounds like he used to view it as there's so much pressure on me, need to perform, I need to do everything for everybody, make everyone proud. And now he's more like, well, hang on a minute, do for me. I'm playing on the PJ Tour, I'm a winner on the PJ Tour, I'm multi millionaire, I've got all these deals with Taylor Maid. Like, what a great position I'm in if I just oh, go yeah. out and enjoy me golf. And you can see that, all right, he had a couple of bad rounds in the middle, but the Wells Fargo was a struggle for everyone. It was a nightmare. Yeah. He come out and even said, I could go out and shoot 90 tomorrow uh, and it won't matter as long as I'm having a good time. So, you know, that attitude of just that's like... That's Well, that's it. That just takes off the expectation, takes off the pressure, takes off everything. And obviously it's brought him out to a, a better round. Like, he's, you haven't really seen his name on the leaderboard at all, have you? It's usually... Well, that's, he's been struggling. Yeah, well, he's struggling. Like, like, if he's playing bad, he's shooting like close to eighty each time he's playing. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? For somebody who who was going out and shooting in the sixties for fun at yeah. times, you know. But I think it was just refreshing for me. To, no, that, good, that was yeah. me birdie this week. I know we'll come on to the Wells well, Fargo yeah. later, but just to add to that, I'd say that that sort of attitude probably gets you through the airport when you've missed the cut. You know, because I was coming back from that Aldi, going to the airport, it's passports and COVID and uh, yeah, yeah. baggage checks and baggage, and then you walk and travel and taxis, it's like nightmares. It's, it's the end it's of the it. worst part of traveling, isn't it? Is the traveling when it's yeah. so like imagine like missing the cup by one, like in booking your flight, doing going up, you know what I mean? It's but that sort of attitude to say, Look, I'm a PJ Tour golfer, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a European Tour golfer, I play golf for a living. Next week will be better. Last week was amazing. Like this is just enjoy the time alone, reflect. Yeah, and just it looks out, like you know what I mean. It looks like in the past is, and probably why he's being so hard on himself is because of that point he's being hard on himself yeah. when tournaments are finished. Like, why am I shooting this? What am I doing that? I'm putting far too much pressure on him bring, to win tournaments. That'll bring mental health and depression on itself. Yeah, beating yourself up all the time. Yeah, yeah. Something negative, self talk, and all yeah. that. 
Yeah. And then probably getting anxiety before you start and thinking, oh my God, like I've got to perform here. People are going to let people down and all this. And your mind spirals. It's a crazy thing, isn't it? Well, that's, and he was he even said in the past, um, he'd been telling himself that he had to be perfect. Well, that's it, exactly. Um, and the only thing he cares about now is having fun. He's not out there to win a golf tournament. He's just there to have a good time. So I think that's probably process driven, isn't it? So, you know, if he goes out and enjoys himself and enjoys the process, enjoys everything, then his golf game will take care of itself as long as he puts the preparation in, which yeah. I'm sure he will because he's a professional golfer. Of course. And then those wins or those top 10s, top 20s made cuts will just come naturally. Yeah, they will look after the pennies and the pounds look after themselves, isn't it? That's it. What about you? Watch your bogey. Well, my bogey's just like being in Turkey in the sun, boozing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just took its toll on me. Like, like uh, it's it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Having that fun. It is. Yeah. It's so good when you're in it. Yeah. But it's so bad when you're out of it. Yeah. So good looking at it. I think, like anyone who's been on a lad's holiday with the with, with the golf clubs, you know, you get that airport, you have the first airport pint, you're buzzing. You're thinking, oh, oh my God, best. a few bevies here when we get there. You're on an all-inclusive, don't have to worry about nothing. Get up in the morning, the sun's shining, you go out and you play golf. And like your adrenaline gets you through the first round, oh, if anything, yeah. doesn't it? It doesn't matter percent. what you drink the, the previous night. You do it again the second night, like you say, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I can get through this. Then day three, you're just like, what? That's the, That's brick right, wall, the... the brick wall, it just straight That's in the face. That's why the early late works. Yeah. Because you are that tired at the end of the second. Some lad taught me this actually. Of, um, <laughs> he was he, he said he comes every year. He used to go to Portugal. Twelve of them, uh, twenty four of them go and do a rather cup format. And like, there's a waiting list to get in the group. Like they, they religiously do it. Done it for eight years. Yeah. And the, he told me he's like, this is this is the only way that you can do it. I see, well, I don't know what he's on about because every time I, we left them in the bar every night. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they're getting through seven rounds and seven. And they were playing seven and seven. Just a long experience that's that I think it, that's hey, it. experience I that. Um, my bogey then is um, back on the Wells Fargo again. It's Sergio Garcia's comments. What happened with that? So he hit the ball left off the, I'm gonna say the tenth hole um, on the on the opening round on day one, and the spotter said that it went the other side of the creek. There's a creek in in the middle of the rough because the rough was quite high. So Sergio Garcia has taken a while to get over the creek to the other side, but the referee who's timing them has not noticed what's going on. And he started the time when Sergio's entered the rough. So Sergio Garcia goes over, locates his ball, um, and then the referee says, you've gone over three minutes. Sure. And then Sergio's being like, what are you talking about? There's no way I've gone over three minutes. And he's like, I've timed it. You've gone over three minutes. So Sergio's then just started saying, um, you know, I can't wait to leave this tour. He's like, can't wait to leave the tour. Can't wait to get out of here. Just a couple of more weeks until I don't have to deal with you anymore. And then it obviously news come out that he'd put his release in to to be able to play in at Centurion in the first Live Golf Invitational event. No so way. It, it was just the bogey. It's like, all right, you know, you've got a you've got a great legacy. You've won on the PJ Tour eleven times. You've major champion. You're a major champion. Yeah, you've earned over fifty four million. You've went head to head with Tiger Woods, the greatest, on a, on a number of occasions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For it to end this way, it's just a bit. It puts a bit of a dampener on the fact that yeah. Oh, all right, you're frustrated, and but that tour, the PJ Tour, has done a lot for Sergio in a yeah. sense that he's in, like I say, over fifty-four million dollars since he's been on the tour. He's won eleven times. He has got a legacy. No, but course, like, yeah. if he if he does go and play the Live Golf, Golf Invitational, is that going to tarnish his reputation? The PJ Tour bogey for me was just leaving that sour taste in your mouth as you're leaving the PJ Tour after yeah. everything that you've been through. Well. That leads nicely onto my bust because my bust is you're saying Sergio's leaving a sour taste, but if Jay Monahan just says yeah, then everyone sort of can tot off and come back. You know what I mean? Everyone's happy. Whereas yeah. him saying no, denying access, and like he's saying it's live golf could ruin golf. Like I think that him saying no could ruin golf because then people leave the PJ tour, then can they ever get back on? Are they banned or do they have to be go to qualifying school again or what's the What's the crack? Did he lose all the world ranking points? Like, how does it work? Obviously, Jay Monaghan's come out today, hasn't he? Or last night and said that he's rejected it. Yeah. And his, his reasons behind rejecting that is because such a release would significantly and unreasonably harm the PJ Tour and the Tour's sponsors. And the way he's justifying that is that members are not eligible for a release in conflicting tournaments held in North America. And although this has happened in the past, 
it was granted in limited circumstances for a one-off event. Mm. So when they went to the Saudi International, it was a one-off event and they've, they've let them go. He says, but as this is part of a series and this is the first of an eight-event series of which half are in North America, then participation is not authorised under the regulation. Well, what if they just don't play? So if, if it's going to affect the sponsors, Sergio or Mickelson going over and playing the live, if they just don't play the PGA Tour that week, doesn't that impact the sponsors? Like, see the way Scotty Scheffler's obviously world number one and that, but he's gone to the Scottish Open, I think over the Scottish Open, and he now, yeah. and that's going to bring massive crowds in it. Yeah. So if, like, a, a headline act drops out of the RBC, the sponsors are going to get less crowds, less money, you know what I mean, less people. Yeah. So now it's down to the players to decide. Well, that's it. It's like the players I, go, yeah, are either going to boycott or go over, aren't they? And that was going back to my bogey. It's like if Sergio Garcia decides to think, well, it doesn't matter what you say, I'll give up membership or whatever, I'm going to go and play the live golf, then, like you say, is he then allowed to go back and play the PJ Tour again? We just don't know. We don't know. That's the next step. It's like it was, it was in the players' hands to put a release. They put the release in. Then it was back to you, Jay Monaghan. What are you going to do? Now he's come out and said, no, I'm not giving you a release. Okay. So now then it's back down to the players. You know, Lee Westwood's come out and said, I'm an individual contractor, using that that word. In an Love that one, don't you? In an interview that he'd done with, um, with Sky Sports before the British Masters, he said it's an opportunity to play a big golf tournament against some of the best players in the world in England. He loves playing in England in front of home fans. I was telling, telling you like, last week, like, Put the golf on, like on the sky, wherever go Thursday morning. The PJ talking sometimes be on about twelve o'clock in the day, and we watch a lot. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But then even like, sorry, with the um, the, what the Saudi are doing with the sitting down, or the sorry, the live golf invitational. You got four, four, 54 holes, so then it's a day shorter, which is a day for your life to do other things. It's four and a half hours or whatever it is, bang shotgun. Yeah. And he was talking about the cameras and all that, so. Instead of the CNN or whatever pushing like Justin Thomas, even though he's four over down your throat, and you want to watch Tommy Fleetwood and you don't get to see him with a shot, you can like player cam Tommy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So that's another big part of it where like the the fans might have a big impact on it once once you once you get past a couple of a bit events. more engaging. Yeah. yeah, and they've sort of tried that, haven't they? On some events where like I know at the Masters, there's cameras and you can go around, you can watch one player online, yeah. can't you? If you're a fan of of a particular player like Tommy Fleetwood, you can literally watch they his whole round. The players as well, didn't he? Yeah, they don't have the you players can watch as every well. shot. Yeah, on the app, that's yeah. it. Well, that's that's what the, um, Greg Norman was talking about. Uh, like the Super Bowl, when you're in the crowd, it was all connected by Verizon Wireless or whatever. Yeah, and then everyone had an app, and you could watch like in the, you could watch individual players running. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like so if you're interested in a defense, you could watch the just defense watch them line, do yeah, and watch do, them yeah. do what they're doing. Yeah, rather mm-hmm. than watching the game. You know, the, there's no denying that the format is good. And that's evidenced again by the Premier Golf League, yeah. which is separate to Live Golf Invitation. We've also sent a letter to PJ Tour members. Now they want to get involved. They've always wanted to get involved, but now they're having a say. They wrote a letter to every player stating that uh, it's completely different to the to the Live Golf Invitational. Um, it's backed by private investors. Explain the process and the money that can be made. And, and they actually have a desire to work in collaboration with the PJ Tour. And they're going to ensure that all voting members of the PJ Tour get paid as part of that. How are they going to have the conflicting events? Unless they're going to, unless the PGL is probably just like, because I'm pretty sure that. Remember, I was speaking to you about this, and you told me it was the Saudi Golf League. It's like they've almost come out with the idea. The Saudis have came along, battering round the door, and then. Too low get, money, they're getting blown up left, right, and centre, and these have just sort of swandered around the landmines and thought, done like followed in the footsteps and thought, like, what have they done wrong? Gung ho, right? Let's pay for it. What have they done wrong? Cliff, conflicting events, right? Okay, let's get our schedule right, and they just basically yeah. learn from all their mistakes, basically. Well, the, the, and that's that's what it looks like now because the format's exactly the same. That's it's what a mean, team what event. It's fifty-four holes, but what they're saying is they want to work in collaboration with the PJ Tour so that the PJ Tour members who play in it. They will own fifty percent of the league, so whatever the league is worth, every every year they will get a payout. It's an investment, isn't it? You know, you're investing in your ability. If you're a, if you are an independent contractor, then you're worth something, aren't you? So if you're gonna if you're gonna bring value to a product, which a player like Scotty Scheffler going into that Premier Golf League is gonna add value to that product because more people are gonna watch it, which means that price value is gonna go up. So of they course, they, yeah. they get they deserve a payout. So what they're saying is, unlike any other tours where there's a purse, 
there is a purse for each of these events, but you will also get 50% of what the actual business is worth. How are they getting around the scheduling issues? Just well, this to... is why they want to work in collaboration with the PJ Tour. They're not putting a schedule out. What they're saying is they want to do 18 events. Was it 18 or 17 events? 20 million pairs for each event. And they want to work it to coincide with the PJ Tour. Like like co-sanction them? So maybe they work in conjunction to put more prize funds towards it, but it's part of the Premier Golf That's League. another little learning from Greg Norman, and it's at the head-to-head, side-by-side. This is it. So, you know, you, you've got... You've got the live at the moment. You've got the Live Golf Invitational, who've put the schedule out eight events uh, for twenty twenty two. But now, what's also been announced is that they've announced that they're going to have an enhanced schedule from twenty twenty three to twenty five. So for those three years, and they're, they're investing two billion. Wow! It looks as though whatever money's been invested for this eight events, then next year there's going to be more events with more money available. And even Greg Norman, off the back of what Jay Monaghan's um, decline notice that that came out and refusal to go to this Live Golf Invitational, he's come out and said that the PJ Tour is intent on denying golfers the right to play golf unless it's exclusively on the PJ Tour. Exactly. Uh, and he finishes by saying, we will not be stopped. Mate, it's like, imagine all the players already finish on the DP World, don't they, and go to the PJ Tour. That's like the next step, isn't it? Well, it, All the it, best Rich, players leave, Rich don't Beam, Rich Beam come out with something great, right? He was talking on the um, on Sky Sports with Nick Doherty, and it's on Sky Sports website if anyone wants to go and watch it. And he's basically pointing out that there's a two-tiered system on the PJ Tour. You've got the top 50 players in the world who get to play in every event. They get to play the Masters, they get to play the players, they get to play the WGCs, and they can get in any event that they want to. Because like we know with the world ranking point system that we spoke about in the past, those top 50 players in the world will always get the opportunity yeah, of course. To, to play in whatever they want. So they can they can pick their own schedule, pretty much go into the event knowing that because of their ability, they're going to be guaranteed money because they always make cuts. They always mm. have top 20 finishes. So they're guaranteed to make money. Then the next tier of that is from around 51 in the world and beyond. They're the ones who are playing for the cards, making sure, playing in whatever opportunities they can get. Um even outside of that, some people Monday qualifying, trying to get into events exactly. and just, can, you know, they, they don't know when they're coming and going. So they can't really fit a schedule, but then they are earning good money on the PJ tour from 51. No, up of to, course. I did, like, yeah. They're still earning multi-millions. But imagine the DP world turned around and said, right, any of our players that want to go and play on the PJ tour, we're not letting them. There are members and they're not, they're not doing it. Yeah. You just say, leggy. Well, this, is, this is why they had the, they put that partnership in place, didn't they? Yeah. Between them. So now you've got events where DP World Tour players get an opportunity to play on like the, the Barbasol when they opens on and get to play in the Barracuda Championship. And then like in, in reverse, then PJ Tour players will go and play the Genesis Scottish Open now. Do you know what I mean? Genesis yeah. has took over that. They've sort of got that working partnership, so they work together. But now with the Live Golf Invitational, and this Premier Golf League, there's potentially more opportunities for DP World Tour players. Now, we don't have a list. We only know that Lee Westwood's put a request in, yeah. Sergio Garcia, Phil Mickelson, they've all put requests in. We know that. And it, it'll be interesting to see whether they decide to go or not. But the DP World Tour have said no now. Yeah, they? that just broke out yeah, like three hours ago. Exactly. So it's going to be, in, we don't know who those players they're are. they're in partnership in cahoots in any way, then they sort of had to say no, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, they got to stick of together. And someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, here's one for you. So my bust was Jay Monaghan is saying that they're ruining golf. They could ruin golf. So strength and depth, like you said, there's the top 50 there. They are the top 50 and they, they play and you can't deny this freely and openly because they're multimillionaires. They worked hard to get there and they've won the tournaments that got them there. But the money that they've got, secure the family, Wife's not on the back, holidays, private jets, everyone's happy. Yeah. Play golf, no airports, Mr. Cut, whatever, still got bread there. That mindset going into a tournament, knowing that you're not playing to put food on the table or like pay your rent is such an advantage. So some of these guys who like don't get a good break and like won't qualify and then win an event and then get top 10 and then but no, no ladder like that, dead quick, who struggle like a Richard Bland, 486 starts before he won, yeah. went back down to Challenge Tour. That's a grinder, do you know what I mean? Give him the opportunity 20 years ago to go and win 2.7 million in one event, box his family off, everyone's happy, play more freely. 
you're not telling me his golf's not going to improve. Yeah, because he hasn't got the financial burden. Because he hasn't burden. got the financial burden. So yeah. all of these fringe players, top 200 in the world, like top DP world players, could have the opportunity to go make the money and then get the legacy. Yeah. So actually what Jay Monahan's doing is ruining golf. Because right, this is a big opportunity. Well, that's that's my argument. Though. Yeah. No, it, it, it is a fair point in a sense that, you know, if because we don't know if these players, we don't know who the players are for one. And then we don't know if the players do think. Do you know well, yeah, then we know for a fact that Louis Ustazen was the highest ranked player, and that's 15. Oh, I didn't know that. Which was 15 in the world, which was 18 in the world, sorry. Right. Because okay. you had Bryson, didn't you? That's 15. I didn't know. I didn't. I thought that was just you. I, I didn't know. Louis. Oh, no, no, it was me. I put it, but then yeah. when I, I checked them after, and it was, he was in it. Oh, was he? Okay. So that's the highest rank. So there's your top 20, basically, not going for it. Because the sorted, aren't they? Basically, yeah, yeah. I think they've said six of the top fifty in the world. I put a release in. I think seventeen of the top hundred in the world, or eighteen, and then so you can see it goes like from six, then seventeen yeah. to that second tier, and then a bit more for well, the. They, and, it, and honestly, that well, that just rings true to what I've just said. Then because imagine you're sitting at like three hundred, and you've you're earning ten grand, like, and you buy a car, and you're like, then you're buzzing, and you think you're gonna your form, then you're dipping form. Miss a few cuts, have to take a loan out to get like to the next event. And we had Paul Howard on was talking about like he won fifteen grand, but it's not his because he has to use it for other things. Yeah, yeah. Imagine giving Paul Howard two, 10 million or two point five million to go yeah. and play now. He, he could win majors. Yeah. Well, basically, imagine the that live it goes well this season. Say every event's full. There's gonna be a waiting list behind it. Yeah. So they're going to have to make it either more events or another tier, or increase the playing field, or increase the playing field. Yeah. Then you then you then you take away the shotgun start. Then. Yeah, but they could potentially do one round with a bigger field where it's not shotgun start, and then have the last thirty six holes of shotgun start do a yes, cut. Well, yeah, definitely. Introduce a cut. Well, there's there's a, there's a million ways to do it, but I just I can see it. Like if if he wants to grow the game of golf, Greg Norman, that forty eight thing is boss, but it's still only boss for the top. 200 yeah maybe a bit lower yeah it's, it's trying to find the balance of how you how you're literally going to grow the grow the game of golf isn't it yeah you know what i mean because that's what it's all about and the last thing you want to do is to bring out a tour that then ruins what we've currently got because watching the pga tour every week is is unbelievable watching the majors and watching the play and the traditions of golf is what we're here for so, yeah, like we don't want to ruin that as well. So yeah, but trying to find the, the, the majors are going nowhere though. Like that's like yeah, that should still stay. But remember back to my point where you said you should like play that so many that so many there, so many there, so many there. Do you mean play so many DP World events? Like the top ten in the world should have to play every tour. Well, this is potentially what you're getting with the Premier Golf League. So we go back onto the Premier Golf League and what the format they're doing. They're saying this format is the same as the Live Golf, and they praise the Live Golf Invitational's format. But what we're going to do is we're going to work with the PJ Tour. So this letter is going out to PJ Tour members to say, speak to the policy board. It's like the, the, they're offering the PJ Tour members the opportunity to own 50%, which we've mentioned. There'll be 20 million purses. Um, and then the estimate and the value of which is going to be shared with also Corn Ferry and DP World Tour members. Right. Just on, obviously on the whole point that we've discussed, what's, what's your view on? How this is like just to just to conclude I think Jay Monahan is is being a little kid when who's brought the ball to the footy and then he's having a bad game. He wants it all his own way. Home yeah, and everyone's left not not allowed to play. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Just proper spatters dummy out and just putting blockers in and making it difficult for for no reason really because the only reason he's doing that is because he believes that it's going to be boss. Yeah, if he weren't concerned about it, the competition He'd take on, it brings. It? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like the UFC. They like the other organizations come up. Dana White just says, Go then. If you want to go, go. Yeah. Whatever. I'll get you out of your contract. You can go do that. Yeah. See, see what you want to do, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And oh, they move yeah. organizations. He's not scared. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see to see what comes of it, as we always say. Yeah. I, I was just thinking there, well, imagine they started, Greg Norman got that desperate that he started changing it to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Not coinciding with anything there, Jay, yeah. lad. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he scared of the domino effect of like, like, like Scheffler and like Ram and that. Like, oh my god, let's go and play over there. It looks boss. Yeah, right? well, look at look at yeah. Tiger. Do you know what? Do you know what's a prime example, right? So this this week. 
the Aramco team series starts again. Yeah. So that's obviously that is sanctioned by the Ladies European Tour. So the Ladies European Tour, as we know, there's not that so much the, money the, that can be played the, for. When the DP World bought the, you got bought the European Tour. Did not get the Ladies European Tour as well, or did they? No, no, totally oh. different. So the LET is the LET. So the Aramco Team Series started. The series started last year. We yeah, know we've seen it. it. Charlie yeah. or one, didn't she? Went one. Yeah. So that's a five event series, which is three professionals, one amateur in a team event that's selected by a draft. There's a 500k pace um, for the team event with the best two scores out of the four. And obviously this season they've changed it, so they're playing it over two rounds. So the first two rounds, the team event, and the individual is going to be three rounds. But the individual is going to be cut after two rounds, uh, and then the individuals who've made the cut go out and play for the other 500k. So there's a one million... Just the the amateur score... Counts, doesn't it? The amateur count score counts. So it's over three rounds. So on Thursday, Friday, you'll have the four balls going out, one amateur, the best two scores to count. That the winner of that event then gets the split of the 500k between the team. And then a cut is made for the individual scores. So all the pros that are playing in it. And then on the Saturday, just the pros will go out and play as if it's just an 18 hole just with the scores that they've made in the first 36 to decide who gets the other 500k pace. Whoever wins that, and obviously wherever you're finishing that, it offers Rolex ranking points, Solheim Cup points, and it also forms part of the race to Costa del Sol official rankings for the ladies' European tour. Yeah. So, so why is no one crying? Like, oh, Charlie Hull's not, he's being run away from the tour. Uh. <laughs> well, Do you exactly. Know what I mean? so it's like, like this week, this week in the Aramco series, Charlie Hull and Patty Tavitanik is playing. Yeah, it's in Bangkok. That's it. They go there, they play, they went in and earn a decent bit of dough. And then they come back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Amateurs yeah. are there. Probably less ranked players are there. And everyone has a good time. New format, bit different. And then back. If this is in Thailand, this in Bangkok, at the Thai Country Club, which is the same club that hosted the 97 Asian Honda Classic, which was won by Tiger in 97. Yeah, and then Vijay Singh won it the following year. So it's on a it's on a historical golf course. Even when they're doing the draft, they have like a big party with the draft, like you sort of like what you see at the NFL. And then on top of that, they have music. Well, I, I remember I mentioned the draft pick. Like I think that's how they're going to do the team Saudi thing as well. Yeah, um, keep going to Saudi. It's so <laughs> much easier than live golf investments and <laughs> you know, invitational. Invitational, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, again, you know, so this Aramco series, it's so why is no one got a problem with this Saudi? Well, I stuff? think this is this is pretty much similar to what we're going to see. And again, this is sanctioned by the, the LET, and you get world ranking points for playing in this That's event. Exactly, and, and so you should. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guess where the next one of these is? London. Mm-hmm. Centurion. Centurion, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, this is what I mean. So, I think obviously seeing this last year and seeing how successful it was, and again, like you say, there's music playing on the first tee. It's a bit of a party Spot. atmosphere. It's, yeah, it's, it's bringing a bit of fun to the golf. And I think. That's you're just gonna see with the live golf invitational, you're just gonna see a different side to golf than you would yeah. as the the seventy two old stroke play events. It's like you no know, like the the pairs, what's the one that like, two two weeks ago with the with the the Jorik. The Jorik and they come out to music and all yeah, that yeah. and then the Ryder Cup where they're like skull and beers on the tea and having a laugh and it's more relatable golf in it than just like Well I think people I think obviously these by the sounds things and I think it's being said as well like the team element of golf and that's why the Premier Golf League and the Live Golf Invitational are both adopting that method method because you can see me and you are Evertonians Everton fans you know what I mean it's been a terrible season for us we're passionate about it and now we're seeing a turn of good results and we're getting out of the relegation zone you're thinking yeah this is unbelievable if you've got a team that you can support in golf and you go and follow that team, and you like start supporting that team well, as it grows. It's like when you go to the Ryder Cup, like you say, you're following Europe. When Europe get a point, you're yeah. like, yes, because you're supporting Europe. Same with the Americans when Team USA win the Presidents Cup. They're always unbelievable events. Do you know what I mean? No, of course, because yeah. of that team element. So, and it's like even Netflix are doing that, like Drive to Survive style thing. I watch Drive to Survive and just pick me team, pick Rebel Aston Martin. I was like, love Max Verstappen. Like I like that. I like this guy. Yeah, and went with him. Even though I've got really you? not on, well, he, 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 he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't winning at the time. Since I jumped on on the bag, but the, but anyway, so that then golfers can then now watch that Netflix, pick it, play the players that they like, and then follow their like team through the live thing, and it, it just it brings more action to golf. Yeah, I don't care what you say. I'd never watched F one without that draft as well. Same, and exactly I'd never the same. Bought this after, but I just realised I got it on there. <laughs> yeah, good show. <laughs> 
No, but I think in conclusion, like we're never going to know whether it's going to be good or not until until it it happens. No, that's it. We get that's you get a feel enough, it? You, you, you get a feel <laughs> you get a feel for it through the Aramco, don't you? The of Aramco course, series. Yeah. You get a feel for what it'd be like and how it's going to be uh, going to be played. Um, obviously, there's some top players playing there, and I'll be watching it. No, million it's, it's a different format. It's a different feel. So they have a bit, bit of fun, fun. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So. Um, see what comes of it, but yeah, that was um, that your bus then, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I was wondering, how's he gonna work his bus in here? <laughs> I thought you were just gonna uh, leave it. No, well, look, my bus is not having you with me at the British Masters, and it'll bring oh. us nicely on to the British Masters because I attended on Sunday, and, and obviously, what an event it was. That wasn't the same place I played a few weeks ago. Honestly, it That's was not the same place ever, from start to finish. So when you go in, like the way they've set it up, as you walk in, you've got like the entertainment stuff for the kids and like the little games, the, the big long put that you can do. And then you walk past, you've got bars and you've got that Sam's Clubhouse that you can go and it was open to the public. So you can go in, it's got the bar set up where you can go and watch the telly, the football was on if you wanted to. Yeah. Just take a break from the golf and go and do something different. Then you go in, you've got the first tee there. rammed in there? Or? Yeah, it was chocky, yeah. yeah. Couldn't get a seat. And then, so the first tee was there, accessible, could watch everything. And the tenth tee is just next, just next to it, just a little bit further, further, further walk. Yeah. So you can go and watch them try and drive the tenth. The tee was up a bit. Were you all going for it or no? Yeah, majority. Yeah, yeah. Rich went for it. Yeah, it's it to the back of the back of the green. Got up and down for birdie. Yeah. Rich and Connor sorted the tickets off. Um, caught up with them on the fifth, and then even going right round like the where the the bars and the food places you can get it was all placed and just yeah. as you run out of a beard there's another one there so no, you can see it. why like it, it's hosted the Ryder Cup so many times yeah. just the venue the setup the weather was perfect obviously Rich played unbelievable um, got a top 10 finish but I think it's just like when when we're not there as the bogey boys it was just like I think next time when we go you're to just one the fella, like, aren't you? you're on his own I, just, yeah, I, was, I didn't know what to do at times <laughs> I was like fucking hell what am I doing yeah but it's good because obviously we know Rich and Con. There was a quite a big crowd following him, to be honest, because he's a local From lad. Birmingham, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when we finished, when I had a pint and had a bit of Great a chat and a catch and I was like, sick. God, he's pulled that one out the bag. <laughs> me there. Now we yeah. need to get to an event, though. Rapid, but this, don't but we that's, uh, that's that. It, it was just like, it just, it made it clear to me, like from what we've been doing since we've started the podcast, like events is where we need to be. Oh, you know a million I mean? percent. Like being at the events, talking to the players, watching the golf, talking to people, and just like being us, but at events, like yeah. me bust was that it, it would have been so sick. Just ramming the bogey boys pod down just everyone's down throat. Everyone's throat, yeah. Listen like... to the podcast, yeah. <laughs> no, fuck off then. <laughs> YouTube. No, okay, like it. That's the reason I'm saying that. That's what I was doing on holiday. There's groups of fellas with the rangers from like 60 to like 20. So like I'd speak to the 60-year-old and then he'd be like, oh, you want And I'd be like, do you follow a podcast? And I was like, no, here's your phone. And I was like, look and show them. And then he's like, that's not me. And I was like, oh, just one over to the bit. You get down the younger <laughs> end of the table. You know what I mean? Mark it and then it's best. Yeah. yeah. Obviously an unbelievable event. Like I say, it's, the setup was perfect. I've never played the Belfry, the Brabazon. No. No, I do want to play it. But like that 18th hole, man, like standing on that tee, wow. Oh, what did you, What tee did you play off? We played off the yellows. Where was what? Where's that position compared to the backs? I don't know. It's a lot shorter carry over the water. Honestly, like. mate, like I stood behind and watched um, Rich go down eighteen, and like I was thinking to myself, where do you even hit this ball? Yeah. Like, where does it go? Because um, it was just like it was so, such a like demanding tee shot. And then when they talked the about the left, you go the longer you have the longer to be. the carry is. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, like Richard Bland only just made it over with yeah. the driver, didn't he? When he won last year. Uh, and I was imagining that that every time I've played that course three times, I've never made the carry because I always go too far left. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I always, you know, I always play that seventeenth boss driver. Like, think I but the thing is, the bail, the bailout, the bailout, right? You've got a, mass, You've got a massive, ma- shot in. massive shot in over water. I know. It's like the, it's, a the, power, the, it's a free shot. Yeah, the hole is unbelievable. Like, I was watching that, thinking, wow. And when we were sitting in the um, in the clubhouse in the club afterwards, just having a drink and that, obviously, Rich was. And Con were looking to see where they were finishing, you know, because they got into the top 10 yeah. to see if they could make it to the top 10. Players started dropping off, and then like Rich would go from like ninth up to sixth and then up to fourth. And we were thinking, like, could be a playoff this, no, know, because way, it's yeah. so like Shaq Lady the second. <laughs> it's so like, um, like, when you look at that last hole, and then even like most holes have got water on, like a lot can happen, but then obviously, you're seeing. 
Uh, that obviously Soderberg came in with with a with a really good score and a good finish, and it needs an unbelievable finish to to, to take that off him. And what a finish from Allison, man! Three, three. Two days in a run, though. That's sick. He done that on the Saturday as well. Finished That's three, sick. three, 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 both days. Wow. That put on eighteen. It was just like wow. That's such a tough put. That and and it was you, so you, fast. Past you were that talking all. about eighteen as well for the shot in the greens about three hundred yards long as well. And it's a two tier. Yeah. Three tier. Three tier. Yeah. yeah. And the, the pin was on the middle tier. Yeah. So you know it was. What a finishing all and to birdie oh, that boss, you deserve to win, don't no, you? Of course. Another yeah. Danish winner as well. Boss. Yeah, but that was um that was it for the British Masters. You no, know, it's unbelievable tournament. Like it's great to have it back on. Uh, home soil and obviously the English fans don't half appreciate the golf when you go like everyone's right off for it. Oh, yeah. So, um, did you get in the holes on mashed potatoes and all anything? No, nothing. No. I didn't hear any. No, but no, the, reason, the reason I'm asking about the getting in the holes because I was going to move on to the Wells Fargo and Max Homer won, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I seen a comment of him saying like the people who are shouting get in the hole, they're helping you along. Like yeah. they should be appreciated more. We need more of this and that. Yeah, yeah. I mean? He loves staring the pot. He's, great, he? and he's, great. he's great. Yeah. Well, it was. Um, yeah, you're right. He did. He won. He was obviously two shot behind going into the final round. Round three was just about keeping yourself in the competition of the yeah. of the seventy odd players or sixty odd players who who got made it to the weekend. Only four players were under par on the Saturday. Wow. Uh, Keegan Bradley shot the round of the day at three under sixty seven. Rory had a two under sixty eight, and it was only uh, Cameron Young and Nick Taylor, the Canadian, who shot one under. Everybody else either even par or worse. No way. And obviously the day before that, um, was it rain? Or was it, I mean, was it windy or just raining? Just non-stop raining, yeah. Was and there it, was yeah. a bit of wind. Wow. But uh, Jason Day, obviously ten under, leading the tournament going into the weekend, and then he shot nine over par. Is he blaming his back for that, or what? What's he? What's he chatting? No, he just got off to a terrible start. Did kept he, it yeah? in the water, yeah. Kept oh, it in wow. the left into the water, and just like I think he was six over through five holes. He's done. He's done a lot. He might have been on the island to put in Turkey the day before. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. But no, um, yeah, he's obviously shot a seventy-nine to go from ten under to one under, and then was seven back going into the final round. That's then mad, Keegan Bradley with a sixty-seven led. Um, by two shots, and then you say Max brought it home. Max with two it under home. six eight and ends up winning by two shots. That's his fourth PJ Tour win. That now and all pretty like not recently, but all since well, we've it's done been the pod, three, three and fifteen months. Yeah, I thought three that. three Something wins close. in fifteen months. Yeah. Um, and two of them have been since he's um swerved his podcast and started taking his golf a bit more seriously. Well, there you go. Yeah, started, he'd done a podcast, didn't he? And then he thought, you yeah. know what, I'm going to have to... Gonna, we should message him and say, tell all your fans to listen to our podcast instead. <laughs> send it over. He'll do, he does things like that, doesn't he? He's Max, send it over. <laughs> what? I don't know. But um, obviously, Caddy's earned the money that weekend, didn't he? Obviously, with the rain yeah. and stuff, obviously waterproofs, bags, heavy towels. But Max Homer's Caddy, Joe Griner... He done a podcast and he said that like Max is pretty much anti-umbrella, like he won't use the umbrella. Get people like that. Yeah. So it like he's yeah, basically his job was just to keep the clubs as dry as possible. And he had to like force them at times to take the to take the umbrella off and while he was cleaning the clubs, you know what I mean? Weird, and trying to get them back in the bag. You might be scared of the scared of it opening. You know, that people are scared of the noise, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. <laughs> I've read that. I've read that on some mad Uber fact. You know, like one percent of the world are scared of like banana skins and umbrellas opening. Wow, is it? Honestly, man, that's what do I talk one, about? Yeah, that's mad. One. That's true. Honestly, bet your fans and where that's come from the deep depths of the noggin, man. It's real. A fact check that. Yeah, please do. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was an unbelievable week for for him at the Wells Fargo. Say ruthless week of golf. Um, he's took a week off now to prepare for PGA. The, the PGA because he said um, he really wants to concentrate now on. Finishing well in majors, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when we talk about those tiers and those next steps. It's like you know, you, you a few you, wins and then a few wins, yeah. and then you you cement it like the top fifteen, yeah. top twenty, and then the next thing for you to do is like, right, I need to start being the man in majors, then and doing things from from a major. Scotty Scheffler just done it all in a month, didn't he? Yeah, he's <laughs> just, just done everything. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, really. Obviously, the I went and watched the the British Masters and got home late, so. I, I only caught the highlights of the final day of the the Wells Fargo, but I did did watch the um, British Masters. Yeah, watch the British Masters, watched it all, and it was um, some good golf the weekend. I'm just excited for us to get to a couple to of events. events. Yeah, we've done a little schedule, but we're going to try and get to, aren't we? are going to try and get to the Irish, the Scottish, uh, obviously the PJ Championships at Wentworth. We're trying to do a little trip to Italy, aren't we? 
going to try our hardest. Try our hardest to get over there and the then. open, surely. Well, if we can get tickets for the open, yeah. I, thought, I said to Nicola, if Tiger Woods is anywhere near contention that Sunday, I'd kill someone. <laughs> 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 and could be going in there. You know what I mean? Like I will get to be in there. Yeah. Like I'll I'll fight people to get in. Does I it? had to I had to be that aggressive with it because it's a birthday in it that day. I was gonna say, how are you getting away with that? <laughs> Killing people. <laughs> <laughs> so three golf tournaments to look forward to this week. Uh first on the LPJ tour, we've got the Cognizant Founders Cup. The what? <laughs> that's what it's called yeah it's actually an event that debuted on the lpga tour in 2011 and it was designed as a tribute to the 13 founders of the lpga tour oh, nice. um it's hosted at the upper mount Clare country club in new jersey the sounds like a was, hesky one doesn't it it's unbelievable yeah mm. the course is, looks looks in great condition it returns to the lpga tour since 2009 um and in february this year it signed a multi-agreement deal to continue to host this tournament so First time back on the tour in over, over 12, 13 years there. It's a par 71, 6,656 yards. So Not really a beast. Not really a beast, okay. And it's also the largest pits outside of a major and the CME Globe Tour Championships for a $3 million So pace. that's the equivalent of the of the Live Golf Investments being on at the same time as the players, isn't it? In Mentor. The largest event outside of a major, Pace. Yeah. And the, um, the team series around Cup being on. At the same week, the clash, yeah, the clash is the yeah. same as, as the players being on at the same time as that. It is, yeah, and, and like someone big, like a top te- whatever Charlie Ull is in the world, she's quite a big name. And she well, got, Patty Tavatanic is a top ten player in the there world. There you go, going to play, yeah, and not playing that one, yeah. So it's you've just got to let the people decide. Kind of. <laughs> Uh, Jin Young Ko, a name we're very familiar with, won back to back at this event. There wasn't one in 2020, but she's won in 2019 um, and went wire to wire last year when she when she was in the tournament. So there was two. She won 2019 and 2021. Looking at that, obviously she's going for a third title in a row. I had a little look back at obviously what's the most tournaments won in a row. Do you know who's won the most tournaments in a row? One event. Yeah, so one playing the same event but oh. winning it in a row on the on the on the LPJ tour, do you know who holds the record for that? I'm gonna say Annika Sorenston. Of course, yeah. <laughs> obviously on it. Bit obvious on it. Uh, do you know how many times in a row she's won an event? Six. Five. Five. But she's done it twice, two separate tournaments. She, yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you know who was a um, bully, isn't she? Yeah. So then obviously the next one is someone's won it four times in a row, an event four times in a row. There's only one player who's done that. Do you know who that is? Lord of Davies. How have you guessed that? <laughs> just, just, Looked at me and thought he <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It was the only other like like older like female golfer that I could think yeah. of that is a dame or whatever. Yeah, so I just brought that up because obviously that would be a record Jin Young Kobe looking Sick. to another one. She's breaking out every other record, yeah. isn't she? So um be interesting to see if she can win this and then she only has to get another two. As you said, they done like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, mentioned for Gemma Driver as well. Um, she's been off to a great start on the LPGA Tour this season. Yeah, she's um, fine. And with just 10 holes to go on the last, not last week, the week before in the tournament, she was tired for the lead going yeah. into the Sunday. So, you oh. know, she's put herself in contention. Obviously, had a double bogey on the ninth hole, which is a couple more bogeys in the back now. But she actually come out and she said it's all experience. I don't think it's long before she's going to. Um, you win in the winner's circle. Boys blessing, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. And she's just qualified for the US Open as well. Yeah, she US did, Open, yeah. which is as the winner. As the winner. So she's making did, yeah. some major steps in, in the in the right direction. Getting comfortable on the tour, isn't she? You know, mm. She played a few seats. She's been a pro for a few years now, but this is the first time she's been an LPJ tour member. So she's got a schedule where she can play every yeah. weekend. I think, you know, these top that helps, doesn't it? Yeah, these top twenty finishes. I think goes back to the point that we made earlier about those top 50 players in the world, the PJ Tour, knowing where they can play pick and, and, pick they, and choose. And they don't have to play, they can pick and choose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we were talking about Slattery there, he was playing for Ball on the Wednesday and on the bank holiday Monday, sorry, and then the Tuesday, they hadn't updated the thing and then he couldn't get out there in time. Yeah. I think he's in this week though. Is he? Yeah. I think so. I Fact check yeah. that, but I think he is. Other notables in the field uh, this week at this event, you've obviously got five of the world's top 10 um, and Celine Boutier who's having a great season she's made all nine of her cuts that she's played in this season and that includes five top tens and four 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 place finishes no way. yeah so Never. she carrying on from the great Solheim Cup that she had uh, and then Leona Maguire as well uh, she obviously struggled at late she's missed the last two cuts 
Um, but obviously, for them to get that first little bubble, and they just like, yeah. you know what I mean? First win, but as we mentioned, yeah. there, no, no Charlie or no um, Patty Tavertanica, but George Hall's playing, so yeah. uh, plenty to look forward to on that one. Then we've obviously got Belgium, the DP World Tour, now it's continuing on the European in Europe now, yeah. right up until November. So, Belgium's the next off for the Soldile Open. There's been no tournament here since 2019, and it's been reintroduced to the schedule this year. Defending ta- champion. Guadalo Migliosi. The old rather cup contender that you That's said. It, yeah. Well, as you talk about there, there's been no tournament um, since 2019. It went away for 18 years after 2000 because Lee Westwood won. And then it returned as the Belgian knockout. Do you know about that? No. So then they used to have 36 older stroke play. And then whatever, it, like it, you'd only, you'd have to have the 64 players. So then you'd they'd have a load of playoffs and said they brought loads of drama to it. And then they'd have a weekend of nine hole match, nine hole match medal match plays. And to, 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 until the last man standing on the Sunday madness. Yeah. Bring it back. Isn't it? We love the madness. It's really, it's mad, isn't it? Though? <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, let's campaign to bring back the Belgian knockout. I know. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So it's, um, it's at the Rinkven international golf club. Yeah. Par 71. 6,924 yards, this one. I only say a bit of a beast if we're just going to start with a seven. That's it, yeah. I was thinking it's about quite, that. It's not, like, four be always longer than that. Well, obviously, past 72, like, but... Yeah. I'd say it, 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 it seems gettable, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, with it being in, in Belgium, obviously, Belgian stars that are going to be in the field this week. Thomas Peters, Thomas Detry, Nicholas Coulthard, and, as I say, the Belgium Open, they're going to have access to a number of wild cards which allow other Belgian professionals and top amateurs the opportunity to participate in the event. So, oh, so they've given them, like they always do it, like you and got the Scottish ones and all that. Yeah, so they give them the opportunities to play, yeah. Yeah, this starts as well. The It's like a... Um, no, so it's not doesn't start. So it's the second of four 2022 Europe qualifying series events for the US Open. So this week, the British Masters, sorry, this week, the Dutch Open and the Porsche European Open, the accumulative scores from them weeks go into like the league and then they secure the place in Brooklyn. Do they, yeah? Yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Rich will be looking for, for a good finish then because he finished top 10 yeah. at the um, at the British Masters. So that'd be, that'd be great. You just and... another little avenue, I think, really, to just put more emphasis into them events. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. So good. you want to play, you know, it's great, yeah. great stuff, yeah. Looking at the um the, the field then, there's there's six amateur invitations given out and five of those are from Belgium nationals. Oh, yeah. So again, and then... Showcasing the talent, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they can. There's, then, there's another six national spots for uh, professionals and two of the players, Alan DeBont and Lars Bouges, are both representatives from this golf club, so they'll know Obviously, the course inside yeah. out, so maybe worth keeping Sometimes an eye on them. it can uh, be a blessing or a curse. That's yeah. too much pressure and expectation, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I, and hope, then the they, un- I hope they do well, though. The only other player I wanted to talk about, obviously, the, the usual suspects, Rich, Ewan, and the, the, the gang. Are, uh, the gang. The gang. <laughs> the lads are, um, are obviously playing, so we wish them luck for the, for the week. Um, but obviously, we talk about Danish golf a lot, don't we? Uh, and there's an invitation this week for 23-year-old Christopher Bring. Um, um, played in last year's Open um, after winning the European Amateur Championship. He attended the University of Texas. He's obviously got, looks like he's got a great future ahead of him. Now he's turned professional and want to watch this week. Yeah, see how awesome. he gets on. Can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. See what, what comes, comes of it. <laughs> Sick, that. So then the AT&T Byron Nelson, then back onto the PGA Tours. We'll be recording our picks for the week. Do you know what? It's mad. Wesley, I picked Wesley Bryan in my picks last week. Yeah. And then this week he's Monday qualifying to get in this. Weird, isn't it? Like, did he Monday qualify for the Wells Fargo as well? No, it was the Swedish guy who uh, Monday qualified for the who got him Monday qualified for the Wells Fargo. Yeah, I can't think of his name off the top of me. A couple, of, a couple of them must get in because Connor Conrad Schidler qualified as well with um, major champion Todd, Todd Hamilton on the bag as well. On the bag. On the bag for him, yeah. Oh, had six under and, and Wesley Bryan. I was like, Wesley Bryan? You should be picked last week. I said, I thought he but was... this is the this this is the point though, isn't it? That's like, you know, Wesley Bryan, who's like a name that you recognise on the PJ yeah. Tour, is having to qualify to play PJ Tour events because he's had a bad run of form. That's what I mean. It's so like, like where's his security? Madness. Players like him get the opportunity to go and play in a forty eight man field to go and win a lot of money. It's weird, isn't it? You you'd wanna you'd you'd we'd wanna go and do that, wouldn't you, as a player? Like, I was just looking at the pots there to see, like, I think he's pot three as well. He will be, because he's a good player. Yeah. 
the odds on him to win. He, the... he has a bad round, then he doesn't get to play. So, if like the side is perfect for the, <laughs> the live golf invitational set perfect for him, isn't it? Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, yeah. So... KH Lee, defending champion, he got his maiden victory last year. Remember the absolute monsoon came down? He had a three shot lead with three to go when play was suspended. Like, the, it just fully fun. can't recall it, me. He had to hit his t shirt. Ah, oh, yeah, and then his t- he had to he put it in the water. We had to get his tee shot and he absolutely rinsed one down there and it went like 220 because of the weather. Uh, yeah. called, he called it off and then he had to go out and then they were waiting around for ages, went back out to play, uh, made a bogey, but then finished birdie, birdie. Yeah. And, and obviously won the tournament. He went into that event 137th in the world rankings as well. So obviously that, that got him in the Masters this Boosted year. But up, yeah. He hasn't really played that well since this, this win. He's obviously just been floating about. But again, that's another, that's another example of somebody who Going into that event, 137th in the world. If he doesn't win that tournament, that one week, and it's it's clear from the events that he's played since then that he's not a contender week in week out. No, what security he does he pop got up every now and again, though, doesn't he? He does, as yeah. you say, yeah, he does, yeah. But instead of him, yeah, like give him more freedom, give him more like security, and watch them fly. Yeah, exactly. So it's TPC Craig Ranch. It debuted there last year, um, and it's going to host it again this week. It's a par 72, 7,438 yards, this one. Bit of a beast. <laughs> there we go. Um, fairly new course. It opened in 2004. Uh, obviously got a great reputation since opening. Um, it's been included in the top 10 golf courses in Texas. That was in 2011 by Golf Digest. And it's a certified Audubon Cooperative Sanctuary System. You know, last time when you were talking... I know. When we were talking last time about, obviously... Having a system in place which is good for the environment. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So this is an education and certification program that helps organisations and businesses protect the environment while enhancing the bottom line. Um, Audubon International Award certifications are publicly recognised and reward the environmental achievements and leadership of program members. Decent. Mm-hmm. It's good. Probably helps kids stay in school as well as or whatever. Does it? Does it not? <laughs> Have you got an education program at the at the place or whatever to do with the thing? Yo, I was thinking back to the Catalonia. It was a wellness centre, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what you were talking about. And it was all eco friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So obviously, more and more, this has been built in two thousand and four. So they've opened this with that intention, intention of obviously yeah. do, doing things. You, you probably find that now as you move as you move forward. But so last year, uh, the field included some of the world's best. This year's no exception. Like like Xander Shuffley making his debut. DJ back after his Scotty wedding. Scheffler's there. Scheffler's there. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Molinari. Bubba Watson. Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. All yeah. the like all the bad boys are there. That's it. Yeah. But this was the place where seventeen-year-old Scotty Scheffler, who was in high school, made his debut. Was he? Yeah. And all they kept talking to him about because Spieth's a little bit older. Was comparing him to Spieth, University of Texas, like junior amateur. This, this, and then Scotty's like seventeen in the interview, going like. Well, he's not a bad person to be compared to, like, is he? Ah, oh, boss. And then um, he ended up making the cut at 17 and going on and finishing 22nd. Unbelievable. His first tournament, pretty yeah. sick, isn't it? Yeah, pretty sick. And now look at him. Now look at him. Top of the tree. Yeah. Top of the pile. Well, yeah. top of the pile, but then as well, I've just seen a bit more Scotty Scheffler news. He played the practice round, I don't know if you've seen it, at the Southern Hills Country Club. Oh, yeah. Shot 64. He was one under on the front line, and then he like he birdied 10, 11, 12, 13. Then he built birdied 15, he birdied 17. Didn't lose a ball all day, just breeze round 64. He's some player, isn't he? Sick, isn't he? He's some player, yeah. But again, I think like once that pressure of having that first win was was off his back, you know, you, you, you play with that it. freedom. You can yeah. see it, can't you? You play with that freedom, and it goes back to the point that we've consistently said across the whole of the podcast show, is that like... Once you'd have either that financial freedom, if that's what you're playing for, to get to get the finances, and then the finances that don't become a problem, then it's about winning, then isn't it? Yeah, million you know percent. what I mean. A win takes care of everything, of as course, we know, especially yeah, on the PGA tour. It's like oh, he's been this long without a win. He's done this without a win. It's like like it. Yeah. It takes a lot off. But speaking of winning, Scheffler won the 2015 Big Twelve Conference Championship at Southern Hills as well. Okay, so, so he's familiar with you the You know, course. he's won there before. Like, so. Going up against Tiger Woods, though, isn't he? Yeah, but he went up against, against Tiger Woods at the Masters. <laughs> yeah, but this is a more fitter than Better, more ready yeah. Tiger Woods, isn't it? Yeah, well, I can't believe you just said that about Tiger Woods. Edit that out. He's sacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take it easy pick then in pot one, is he? Nah, do you know he's not, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Well, I was, was going to pick him, but then I went for Tommy. 
Okay. I just, I don't know. I, re- I really want Tommy to win more Hearts than overhead. one Sheffield. Yeah. 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 I've, oh, done, I've done a full Hearts overhead picks. Okay. I've done a bit of statistics here because I've been, I've been researching and I've done quite well. I'm up to mid table. I don't know what you're up to, by the way. Second in the league. What's going on there? Guesswork. <laughs> Do you know what it is? What? I'll tell you, Lampard, too, what, 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 what my okay. secret weapon is. My pot one, Sam Baines. Um, Two time winner this season. Yeah, he's been off since teaming up with Billy Orschel in his second place at the Zero Classic. So, you know, I think he's just one of them players. When he turns up, he plays well. So, you no, know he does. I mean, he's three three time winner in the last fifth, like, like I saw the Max Homer. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, who's pot two? Kirk Kitayama. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's flying. He's for my it, boy. Yeah. Since I've uttered his mouth, he's caught fire. I know. I know. He was up there again last week and obviously had a bit of a bad bad finish towards yeah. the back end of the... I had one and two in one of the events. Yeah. Have we spoken about me? We're giving three wins in a row. Like, oh, what? <laughs> no, we haven't. We breezed past it. <laughs> didn't really want to give you any praise. That's like. what, That's why I'm there. <laughs> three wins in a row. Oh, no, because Cantley didn't count, but two wins at least. Yeah, you won the Zurich as well. Yeah, but two wins. But have you backed any of them? In the real puckies? Yeah. No. Well, there you go. There's your problem. Because I say this and then go and do something different. <laughs> I've done it all my life. I do it like... I wasn't drinking in Turkey, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What would you say? It was going to be a training camp? Training camp. That was Golf in 2019 when I had my head screwed on. <laughs> was it? No. <laughs> uh, pot two, I've gone KH Lee. Just defend. Oh, just defend the champion, yeah. No brainer, really. Defending champ. Um, he had three, He's had three missed cuts in a row, but made the cut last week at the... Wells Fargo, so yeah. trends in the right direction, I suppose. Yeah, pot three, big hood. Have you gone for hood? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. You know, I've gone for half picks, haven't I? Yeah, I've gone for Austin Smotherman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's um, in the last three events of stroke play. He, he missed the cut at the at the Jura Classic, but he's made the cut the three cuts in a row. And last week he had his best finish, tied twenty fifth at the Wells Fargo. So I think he was the one of the. Is he the younger ones? Or the, yeah, the, one of the, the younger rad, lads. He's just come up the World Cup and stuff. I can just just sort of turn pro. I'm not sure if he is. If he, I think he come up from Corn Ferry last year. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. I knew Fact I'd seen check. him somewhere on like yeah, because he might have been with his little badge. Yeah. You seen Aaron Ryan all that with yeah, his little yeah. badge? Yeah. What pop four? Uh, Afi Barnrat. Oh yeah, nice. Why? Just uh, like him. <laughs> I like there him. You go. I've gone for John Murphy. Um, interesting how he's actually got in the event. He was given a invitation as an amateur last year. No, no, no. Um, so he's from the. So he went to college in Louisville. He hasn't played for. Is that where you went? I went to St. Louis. Oh yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. So interestingly, it was this tournament last year that Seamus Power, who's another Irish guy, um, I'm saying that like you don't know him, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met him. Like, <laughs> but obviously Seamus Power, we know he's yeah. won, hasn't he? And he's doing well. He actually won qualified for this event uh, and yes. finished top ten which got him a place in, in the following week's events and then continued to continue and then obviously eventually got his breakthrough win. So well, that's, he's, that's one of them step to step to step to step rapid. Do, 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 do. Yeah. But like that doesn't happen for everyone. No. Do you mean that's a flight to America? He doesn't want to qualify. He does it again. Yeah. Bird on the phone. What are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why are you still doing playing golf? Why yeah. are you even bothering? Go and get a proper job. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, well, it, interestingly, he's sharing the house with John Murphy, Seamus Power, this week. Nice. So, obviously, he mate, wasn't he? going back to the reason he got in, he got an invitation last year while he was an amateur because of how well he'd done it in, in college in, oh, yeah. in the golfing system. I think he was ranked within the top PJ or the ranking system. Remember, he'd done the five the yeah. things. Like, you got, I remember that, yeah. yeah. So, we, we lost sight of that, didn't we? We did, yeah. But he's um, so he, he had the opportunity to defer the place until he turned pro and he chose to do that. So Obviously. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why he's getting his opportunity. Yeah, so he's got his opportunity to play now in, in this event. So, you know, when we seen him last year, he played the Dunhill Links and done well. I think he finished top 10 or just outside yeah. the top 10 because he was up there going into the final round. So he's obviously got a lot of talent. Um, he enters at 553rd in the world rankings. This is one of them, though. Like, he could get his, the furthest thing, his first year on tour, he goes, he tries, he doesn't, it doesn't work out. And he fringe plays it back down to Cornfeddy over the DP and he struggles. Or he could do what Seamus has done, bang, 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 and he could be a PJ Tour member by the end of the year. That's what I mean, yeah. But well, he's look, a perfect example of like... This is... Will Zalatoris done the exact same thing, yeah. Will Zalatoris got an invitation, done well, played well, kept playing well, kept playing well, top 10s, top 10s, kept getting invited. And then, you know, he's he's got his membership now. Masters. Yeah, he's got his membership now. Yeah. And he hasn't won on tour yet. Mad. So... That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a mad system, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. But um, that's it. That's that's our chat. Um, 
we're back at it now. Yeah. Consistently. Well. Every week. We've got some really good interviews lined up as well, haven't we? Yeah. With some players, which we're looking we'll... forward to them. Yeah. I like the interviews, but they, obviously it's hard to just get them done and in like it was easy when the world was locked down and no one could do nothing. Yeah, but now yeah. it's like schedule issues, <laughs> yeah. time differences. Yeah, yeah. People got lives. It is, it is. But no, well, I'm um, looking forward to the to the summer of golf, getting out to no, a few I can't events. Wait, man. Uh, we've got our website launching soon as well, so yeah. we're, we're launching our website. That'll have all the affiliation discount codes. We've got some new deals that we're doing with a few products that we'll be releasing soon, some some information on that. Um, and, yeah, just anyone's got any information you want to share or questions for the pod or, you know, just messages. There's going to be a, a messaging page on the website as well, so you can yeah. leave some feedback. Or if you've got comments. anyone that you think might want to come on the pod. Yeah, or if you're a pro listener and you want to come on the pod and have a chat, then by all means, reach out to us and we'll... Um, We'll have a chat and we've chat got to anybody chat to anyone. And we've also got obviously our YouTube stuff, which is uh, going to be consistent now on a, on a, on a Monday, isn't it? On a weekly basis. Just get out there. Yeah. But obviously life gets in the way sometimes, doesn't it? So we've just had a little hiatus from it. That's it. But we're back now. We're back. So get ready for the takeover. Yeah. Ready. And on that note, we'll see you all next week. Ciao.